0: Hey guys this is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo and today I just want to talk about honouring our fathers and and mothers Um, I've just been thinking a lot about how God moved in the past how he moved in revival power and like we read all the stories I mean I always talk about these kind of things like the lowest revival and how God moved in an island and like whole regions come under the the fear of the Lord, and five, six hundred people gathering outside the church, and in at midnight in winter in the Isle of Lewis, and people were on the on the ground, and people were lying in fields. I mean, if you've ever been to Lewis, that must have been horrendous. Even the weather to to lay there at that kind of time at night, or to gather at that time of night in winter, and yet these forefathers like the two old ladies who prayed for that revival and the many others who prayed because it wasn't just them there was many others who prayed and then the man we all know his name Duncan Campbell like I just have been feeling such a sense in the past so many days about the forefathers and the foremothers these two old ladies and I just love them and honour them for what they did and the greatest desire and maybe a burden is, that's maybe upon me is that we need to carry that which is for our generation. Yeah, God wants to do new things. Yeah, God wants to move in a different way oftentimes. But there are still some aspects of what they had which we dare not move away from, like the fear of the Lord, like holiness. They walked in holiness. That's how they could walk in such power, like Duncan Campbell walking through in the grounds of Glasgow University and an atheist I think he was a, a lecturer or a professor just looked at him just looked at him, nothing else and came under conviction and started believing in God Like they walked in something that we don't and yet sometimes we've got an arrogant attitude that we are going to have something new better than them well yeah, but let's honour them let's honour what they had, let's honour who they were and I've got a deep appreciation for these men and women of old and it's, it's like you can feel them even on the cloud of witnesses and what they walked in and they're so keen for us to walk in something great but we need to have some of the things they had like humility like walking a crucified life, holiness uh, I've mentioned this lots of times and you've maybe heard Grant Mahoney talking about it he had an encounter, Grant did where he was asking all these questions like why are we not walking in the signs and wonders that previous generations did like the Celtic saints in particular and then he had an encounter with the, that realm of holiness and basically he he learned from that experience, I don't know exactly if someone spoke to him or how, how exactly it unfolded but he he learned that The last time that realm of holiness was on the earth was when the Celtic saints were on the earth. And that's why they could walk in such miracles, like crazy, crazy miracles. And I mean, I I won't go through them because there's so many different things that they walked in that maybe no other generation has saw, even ours. And yet, it did not happen outside of that realm of holiness. And... There's a realm of holiness that these people seem to have. And, and Grant was showing that that realm of holiness has not been on the earth since then. But yet, somehow that, that, that realm of holiness, God wants that realm of holiness to be back on the earth, like now. And that's why we've not been walking in the power and the glory like they did. and. There's been touches of it, I believe, like the Earl of Lewis had it, like maybe in Wales had it through Evan Roberts and the Wealth Revival. They've maybe been like little glimpses of it, but we've not walked in what the Celtic Saints had until this day. And even now, I don't believe we're walking in anything, not even the crumbs of what they had. And I'm just... What I'm really doing today is just um, letting you know my journey and letting you know how I'm 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 feeling such a, a a burden for us to walk in those realms again and just to honor our forefathers and foremothers for what they had because somehow something over the generations has creeped in. Maybe it's many things. Maybe it's religion, legalism. Maybe that's true. And I do believe that's true, where there's been much religion that denies the power, a form of godliness, but denies the power. But then there's also lawlessness, where we don't believe in holiness anymore, like hyper grace, or whatever you want to call it, where you're just born again and you can, that's that, you can live how you like, because you're saved. And there's an element of truth, in a sense, because you're born again, the blood covers you, but the, is, Grace is not um, simply just to cover over your sin. It empowers you not to sin and will lead you into holiness. A friend I I met yesterday is a a pastor in Glasgow in Scotland. and, And he said something which was powerful. He says, righteousness is imputed, but holiness is imparted. And I really believe we need to be in the presence of holiness of the Lord God who is holy so that we can receive that impartation of holiness that realm of holiness that the Celtic saints walked in because the power that God wants to release is not going to be released by us having either like legalistic type gatherings and preaching and theology or lawless type churches, it's two extremes and right in the centre there's a remnant that the Lord wants to raise up that walks not in legalism but yet not in lawlessness either and who hungers and thirsts for that realm of holiness that the saints of old had they had something and unfortunately I, I think we have moved so far into grace that we we almost think we know better than a lot of these saints of old we think well they were good but maybe maybe they were too legalistic and maybe some were but you can't tell me they didn't have fruit like the celtic saints like saint Columba, saint patrick who i mean basically there was a book written saying how the irish saved civilization during the dark ages Suddenly these men and women Celtic saints spread the gospel of the kingdom to the whole earth with power with such authority that nations were transformed like they walked in holiness or or more up to date revivalists like the, the Lewis revival like Maria Woodworth Etter where people would come to mock her. and and they would begin to mock but then they would go into a trance and some of them would experience heaven some of them would experience Jesus but others would experience hell Uh, what was that? it was a realm of the fear of God it's a realm of holiness that came where people were not just being um, spoken to by someone given a nice theology about Jesus but these people experienced Christ they experienced holiness. They experienced a the realm of the fear of God. And for that we've got to honor these fathers and mothers. We've got to admit we don't have that realm or that level. We we cannot just think but we're doing new stuff. We're we're doing all this mystical realm stuff. Yeah. But why aren't we walking in what they walked in? We've got to learn to honour what they had and not think it's less Because what God's about to do. Yes he's going to do more. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. But he's building upon that which they laid. The foundation they laid. And yeah we're moving into something. But you don't necessarily move away. From the foundation they laid. You don't move away from holiness. You don't move away from the fear of the Lord. You don't move away from the spirit of conviction. And the spirit of truth. You move towards something greater. In the sense we're adding, every generation should be adding like the more of God onto that which was already built but what you don't do is dismantle that which was already built by dishonour we must honour the saints of old we must look back and see what is it they had that we don't and that's where I'm at right now that's where I'm at, where I'm honouring the saints of old I'm learning about the Celtic saints even more And my heart is groaning. I met someone today who's part of, who is a pastor of a a Pentecostal movement in the UK. And they carry so something that still um, burns from like the paths of old, the ancient, even going back to the Welsh revival. They still carry that you could say well they're not like us they're different from us, yeah absolutely they're maybe not functioning in what we might call something new, the mystic realms but I tell you what, they're stewarding what they were given they're stewarding that which was poured out maybe over a hundred years ago they're still stewarding it but this group of people in particular are are walking in the depths of Christ I, I don't see it I don't see it much anywhere else if I'm honest and I just honour these people I honour the the revivalists of old Evan Roberts who met God face to face before any revival ever happened I honour like John G Lake who just hungered for God for nine months I think it was and then he was engulfed in a cloud and his whole nature was changed and it was after that he could put the bubonic plague in his hand and he he said it was then he became a Christ man. Like all these men and women of old, we have got to say, okay, yeah God's doing a new thing, but are we really walking in what they walked in? Charles Finney, he could ride through a city on his horse and hundreds of people would be on the ground crying out to God for salvation. Or he'd walk into a factory And everybody there would come under conviction and be on the ground crying out to God. Or Smith Wigglesworth, who could tell... It was his friend who had no feet. Tell them, go to the the shoe shop and buy a pair of shoes. And that man went and bought a pair of shoes and only when he bought the shoes did his feet grow into the shoes. Like, I don't think we should be arrogant about us been part of something new we should be humble and say yeah maybe we are but we're not walking in what the saints of old had and we need it and really what we need is that realm of God that the, the Celtic saints had that realm of holiness I experienced a little bit of it growing up in the apostolic church which came out of the Welsh Revival and you would walk into the meetings and it would be quiet and I know that he can also have a religious version of that, but it wasn't the religious version. It was a an, a real awe and reverence for God. They had a fear of God that we somehow don't have anymore. They had a realm of holiness that these saints would come in, and when two or three gathered, God was there. Why? Because they themselves had a deep, deep relationship with the Lord, and when they came together, they were they were ready to bring the psalm or the their hymn or their spiritual song. And together, God was in the mist. Why? Because they were already in his presence before they ever came. And we need to cultivate some of these things. We need to honour those in the cloud of witnesses, the saints of old. We need to honour what they walked in. The holiness, the fear of God, the love of God. They walked in dimensions that we don't walk in. And maybe part of it is because we... Maybe there's an arrogance came or a pride where we think we're in the new and we've got something greater than them. Going all along, they had more than us, is the truth. They walked in more power, more authority. If you look at the Celtic saints, what they had, there's no way we're walking in, I don't know, even a hundredth of what they had. Really. I mean, one story, for example, there was one Celtic saint, and I can't remember the name, and they had learned that this group of people had been massacred. I mean, I don't know how many it was, but they all had massacred and were thrown in a loch or a lake. And he went along and, and by the power of the Spirit, drained the lake supernaturally. And then every single body was lifted up, levitated and put on the side of that lake and raised from the dead. Every one of them. So guys... I just hope this has just made you a little bit hungry for something greater and something that our forefathers walked in. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.